Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 528. Dayton's head. But we could all hear a soft path sound, and Dayton's hair puffed out like a milkweed pod someone had blown against. Dayton stood still for a moment, as if he couldn't quite understand what had happened. Then he frowned, and brought both hands up to give Tempe a more violent shove. Tempe stepped away from this too, then swatted Dayton on the other side of his head. Dayton scowled, grunted, and brought his hands up, making fists. He was a big man, and his mercenary leathers creaked and strained at the shoulders as he lifted his arms. He waited a moment, obviously hoping Tempe would make the first move. Then he stomped forward, drew his arm back, and threw a punch, hard and heavy as a farmhand swinging an axe. Tempe saw it coming and stepped away a third time, but halfway through his clumsy swing, everything about Dayton changed. He raised himself up on the balls of his feet, and his ponderous haymaker punch evaporated. Suddenly, he no longer looked like a lumbering bull, and instead he darted forward and snapped out three quick punches, fast as a bird's wing flapping. Tempe sidestepped one, slapped the other aside, but the third caught him high on the shoulder, spinning him partway around and knocking him backward. He took two quick steps out of Dayton's reach, regained his balance, and shook himself slightly. Then he laughed, high and delighted. The sound softened the expression on Dayton's face, and he grinned in return, though he didn't lower his hands or move off the balls of his feet. Despite this, Tempe stepped up, avoided another jab, and struck Dayton in the face with the flat of his hand. Not across the cheek, as if they were squabbling lovers on stage, Tempe's hand came down from above and struck Dayton across the front of his face from his forehead down to his chin. Ah! Dayton shouted. Black damn! He staggered away, clutching at his nose. What's wrong with you? Did you just slap me? He peered out at Tempe from behind his hand. You fight like a woman. For a moment, Tempe looked as if he might object. Then he gave the first smile I had ever seen from him and gave a small nod and shrug instead. Yes, I fight like a woman. Dayton hesitated, then laughed and clapped Tempe roughly on the shoulder. I half expected Tempe to dart away from his touch, but instead the Adam returned the gesture, even to the point of gripping Dayton's shoulder and jostling him around playfully. The display struck me as odd coming from someone who had been so reserved over the last several days, but I decided not to look a gift horse in the mouth. Anything other than fidgety silence from the Adam was a blessing, even better, I now had a measure of Tempe's fighting ability. Whether or not the page is ended, I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick, and I love this page. There's uh, a ton going on here, and I want to leap right out and uh, start talking about it. The first thing I want to talk about is that Dayton is no dummy. Dayton, you know, despite being, as you said yesterday, a, a big swinging dick and a loud mouth and a swagger cock and all that, he's also, he knows exactly how to make himself look when he's getting into a fight to put it, give himself the upper hand. He's an excellent fighter is what I think we're supposed to take away from this. And Tempe is still better than him. Uh, not so much better that he is untouched in the fight. He gets, you know, he gets hit in the shoulder. Obviously he's not like hurt or anything, but I think that there's a bit of an exchange of respect here where Tempe goes, ah, you're actually not a big dumb dog. And uh, Dayton, I'm not entirely sure what Dayton's thought process is here, but I think that, He's genuine about the the affection. Maybe it's the sort of thing that like, all right, we we had a disagreement, we we had it out, and now we're buddies again. And I also think that uh, Tempe, 
first off, I think Tempe genuinely takes it as a compliment because as we recall, uh, women in ADEM are are considered to be better fighters than men. Uh, so I think that Tempe is like genuinely kind of, he's about to object, but he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not as good as a woman. And he's like, you know what? Yes, to you, I am as good as a woman. And he's like genuinely kind of pleased to be given that. And I also think that he's uh, mirroring Dayton's behavior a little bit when he like jostles him back. I think that he's like, oh, now we are embracing and jostling. So I also uh, embrace and jostle. It's normal. It's, it's good. It's what Romans do. I w- there's like three different things there that you said that I want to riff off of. And the first one is, I also really like the, the the turn on this page. The setup is, Dayton is a big guy and Tempe's a little weedy, shrimpy guy. So we are naturally sort of positioned to think of Dayton as the bigger physical threat. And then Tempe literally slaps him upside the head twice in a row. That is a show-offy thing to do in a fight, right? Because he's not trying to hurt him. He's saying, look, I can touch you and you can't do anything about it. And I'm going to cuff you the way I would a child. It reminds me a little bit of in the Luke Cage TV show, his like signature move when he's fighting some guys is he literally just like slaps them upside the head. And because he has super strength, they like are instantly knocked unconscious. It's a similar kind of thing. He's like, I don't want to hurt you. And I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to bother doing something fancy because I don't need to. But then as you point out, I don't think I read this as this is Dayton's overarching tactic. He like sets people up to think he's a big dumb guy. But I do think that this is, this is him fainting. Like this is the fight tactic called the faint where you make the enemy think you're going to go do one thing. And then he does something else. And it is a surprise to us that such a big guy can move so quickly and fight so cleverly. That is like an interesting turn. And then the turn from that is, Oh shit. Dayton is a threat. Maybe Tempe's in trouble. And then the the turn from that is, oh no, he's still got it under control. He only got a little love tap on the shoulder. Even after this clever feint, Tempe still has the upper hand. But I do think the fact that Dayton proves himself more than just a brute turns Tempe around on him a little bit. And I do think that Dayton is the kind of guy who, once we've had a good scrap, we're back to being friends. And in fact, I like you better now because you've proved that you're not a completely useless halfwit. You're like a fun guy. And I agree with you completely about the way Tempe takes uh, his comment about fighting like a woman. But I think that it's important and we might not think how important it is that Tempe smiles, right? As we learn later, the ADEM do not do a lot of expressive stuff with their faces unless they are like in the company of intimates. Yes. He also laughs. I want to jump in there because this is, this is relevant. Also in the middle of the fight, he, he laughs uh, right after he gets hit in the shoulder, which is also rare, I think. Yeah. So I think that those, those moments of like vulnerability and like intimacy of a kind are, are we can look back on them now because we've already read this book and go, Oh, like, those are big deals for him. Like, I think he's actually sort of forming a genuine kinship with Dayton in this moment because they're both good fighters and they're both better fighters than each of them expected the other one to be. And that's kind of what diffuses the moment. I disagree with you. (laughs) I don't have a lot to say. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to jump in on? I don't think so. The jostling, like that's another thing we can kind of ponder and turn over in our minds because as we will learn later the ADEM are a very like 
physical culture. Like they, 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 as Nick has pointed out, they maybe like stand closer together when they talk. They're more relaxed about sex and nudity. So I think that this, like this kind of intimate touch is again, like a sign that he's becoming more relaxed and friendly around these strangers. I wouldn't, I don't know that it's necessarily he's like becoming more relaxed, but it's like something he recognizes all the social mores are completely different for him, but like a, an affectionate touch like this is something that he recognizes. Yeah. And can reciprocate mm-hmm. without fear of being misunderstood. Like Tempe and on the next page, there's another moment where like Quoth thinks that he's, he's losing his attention because he doesn't look him in the eye. And so Tempe like must be used to people treating him very strangely and like being, you know, feeling very strangely done by in turn because all the social mores are so different, but here's something that is consistent. So that must be a big relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're done for this page. Well, uh, I shall embrace and jostle you each when I see you next. Very well. All right. Is that going to be on tomorrow's? Page. Oh, I, uh, of. The. the... Wee! Wee!